I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about simple ways to make your days feel easier and more productive. We get there through the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And today I've got an, a super helpful episode when it comes to the kitchen and meal planning and kind of thinking about it from a different lens and not dreading the what's for dinner question and how we get there. And the key is communication. And we're gonna talk about four areas of this meal planning process where adding just a little communication can totally change um, just the feelings about meal planning and all of this and take away a lot of the unnecessary stress and tension in the family that can come up um, during this all important meal time. So uh, tune in and listen close for some helpful tips today and make this a little easier. We are diving into one of the most dreaded questions that we get as moms. What's for dinner? And I feel like that's one of the most stressful categories of life that is just a constant that never goes away. It's a problem we continually have to solve um, of how to feed everyone and what it's going to be. And that's just a constant daily thing. Even if you are on your A game and have your meal planning down, um, it's still something you have to do. Or, and even when you have the plan, you might still be hearing this question. So we're going to talk about how to not hear that question anymore. And how we get there is through communication. It's a simple component that you might be missing that's going to relieve a lot of the stress. And so I'm going to take you through kind of a four component process here to think about when it comes to meal planning and just communicating what the plan is um, with your family is part of that that's missing. And it's kind of going through, you'll find on my Etsy, um, the meal planner kit. And so you can reference that. Um, and that's what we're going to kind of go through these four printables that help you get through that. Um, but it's just even without like, this is just the process. So kind of the first thing we do step one in this whole process of meal planning, we're just kind of kind of go through the basics and some of this you may have down and, but there may be nuances to each of these, um, steps that help you. So just kind of hang in there, um, for this quick kind of overview of these four things. So here we go. Step one, we got to find out what people like, what the favorites are. It sounds so simple, but sometimes tastes change. We may be going into default of making the same type of things, but people are kind of over it and we don't know because we don't ask. Um, and so this is like step one of communication, like plan this out for one night at dinner this week of having this conversation with your family of like, Hey, what, what are your favorite types of dinners? Like, what do you like? And so the one printable is dinner ideas and we have it broken down to like meat based ones, like seafood, pasta, soup, like crock pot style, vegetarian ones, like all different kinds. And you better believe breakfast is an option there. If you don't do breakfast for dinner, you need to make it happen. <laughs> um, just personal recommendation. So 
it kind of helps to have ideas because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you ask me a question like this and my brain just completely goes blank. I may have a lot of ideas until you ask me the question and then they're all gone. Um, so this helps give you a little bit of framework of, okay, like, are there any pasta type dishes that you like? And some of these, like the dishes are going to overlap. Like there's probably meat in the pasta dish, but it just helps you kind of categorize and figure out like, yeah, I really like the stir fries that we do and all different things. So you can kind of use this as a guideline and, or just put it out there and kind of brainstorm some ideas and you can break it into categories. And that just helps people remember. And if you do have a meal plan, just like looking back in time and mentioning things that you've made, um, and getting feedback is a helpful way to go about this. So that's step one is just to revisit what the favorites are, like what people are into and look for those themes. Like are rice bowls popular tacos, just like meat and veggie type meals, like kind of find the categories that people like. And then you don't have to like walk away from this with that list of like 10 meals or something and be like, oh, this is like the only 10 meals I can do. (laughs) This is just a reference point of like what the favorites are and you can still mix it up. And within those categories, if tacos comes up as a favorite, then why don't you break down the tacos of like you have your standard um, meat taco, you can do shrimp tacos, you can do fish stick tacos, like ground chicken for the top, like find ways you can insert, like, especially like with the shrimp mango is really good, depending on the season, um, mix it up. And so don't feel stuck. If, if there's like one dinner and you're like, Oh, it's like tacos every week. I don't want to have a taco Tuesday, maybe doing that's great. And even so, if you've got taco Tuesday, mix it up by different style tacos. So anyway, I don't want you to feel trapped by the results that you get. Like take that and then be creative with it. And you can still try around and experiment with different versions, mix up an ingredient or two and, and kind of have fun with it. So, okay. Find those favorites. Next step. Um, part of it may be sometimes of what you have in the house. And this is just a little like kind of sideline thing to think about. Like the foundation of all of these pieces is communication. So the next communication part is the grocery list. You're probably the one that does the most of the shopping or all the shopping or however you work it out. And you may come back from the store and you've got grumblings of why didn't you buy this? And I wanted that. And where's this? And there's nothing more frustrating than going to the store and spending all that time and doing all this work to plan. And then people aren't happy with what you brought home. So have a list and put it on the fridge, make it visible for everyone, make it something everyone can contribute to whether or not you buy what's on the list. That's up to you. And a conversation to have on expectations that you're not going to buy like 10 things of different, like junk food, candy snacks (laughs) every time. Um, But like the list I have here for you, again, we kind of separate by category if that's helpful, um, where if it's like a pantry item or a produce or a frozen type of thing and different drinks, someone wants orange juice this week and all of that. So you can kind of have this list up there and then that helps everyone feel like they're contributing to what they want and you can help have that conversation and have the things in the house that people want and you avoid those 
stressful times and people being unhappy. All because a simple list is on the fridge and people get a chance to contribute and feel like they're a part of it. And you're all on the same page. Powerful tool. Okay, step number three. This is the biggest part, the actual meal planning. And so we're going to take those dinner ideas and maybe even from the pull ideas from the grocery list of what people are wanting to come up with a dinner idea. Um, And you're going to actually plan out the meals for the week. And there's different episodes where I've talked about this and um, different ways to go about your meal planning to make it easier um, in just kind of cooking extra, maybe at the beginning of the week, repurposing those veggies. You can make anything in a quesadilla and it'll be amazing. Just trust me, (laughs) try it. But um, so this step is writing out that menu. So think about before you plan out your meals, think about your week and your schedule and what that looks like. And maybe you have a like after school event um, on one day or you know like it's going to be a really busy evening because you've got plans after work or whatever the activity is. Like there's certain days that are just busy and you're going to be cutting it to the wire of dinner time. And so I want you to look at your calendar every week and see what's coming up. There might be days where that needs to be an eating out day um, or days where you know you will have more time. And those are the days that you pick meals that take longer to prep and cook. So we want to be intentional about the plan, not just throwing all the lists of meals on random days and not really thinking about it. And then like feeling stress of, oh, I have to cook this meal tonight. So let's try and set it up for success to begin with. And then the beauty of this is if something comes up and your plans change, no big deal. Or you just don't feel like cooking that dinner that night, just switch it from one of the other meals for the week. That's the beauty of having the plan. It gives you built-in flexibility to adjust because you already have the ingredients you need. Hopefully from the store, maybe you need to grab one like fresh produce thing or something, but you've got the plan there and you can rearrange it. And that's why I like to do print these out and laminate them so that you can use a dry erase marker. So it's super easy to rearrange things. Um, or you can put it in a picture frame on the wall to achieve the same thing and being able to use the dry erase marker. Um, but this is just a really powerful tool to be strategic and set it up for a smooth week. So you're not, um, stressing out about the meals. Um, but coming back to the communication piece about this, which is our theme today, the difference in you just keeping this on your phone or wherever you have your list and putting it out there. If you find that you're getting asked all the time, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? Like if, if this is an issue in your house, then share the knowledge. (laughs) You can eliminate this question by simply communicating. So have this list for the week. I've got the menu, um, for the week printable where you just write in each, each day, what dinner is going to be. And you put that on the fridge or wherever you want to have it command center and let people see. And if they ask you, you're like, check the list. Like it's over there. Everyone can look whenever they want to know it's already written up there. And again, you have the freedom to mix things around, but that's the difference this one simple thing could help eliminate being asked what's for dinner when it's written out for everyone to see and everyone feels on board and um, the expectation is there. 
And that is super helpful. So if you take away one thing from this, if you do have the problem of everyone asking what's for dinner, this is my one thing I want you to do. Um, just write it out and have it visible for everyone to see and kind of eliminate that extra stress over a category of our life that's already stressful and time consuming. Okay. And the last thing is just a fun little extra. So we figured out what the favorites are. We kind of have a go-to list of meal ideas for when we're making our meal plan. The grocery list is out there. We get input from everyone. Like we make the meals, things are going great. So what's left? Leftovers. A lot of times you're going to have leftovers from dinner and they go in the fridge to die for you to find in like two weeks. And you're like, uh, when did we make that? When did we eat that? Another benefit of keeping, I do like to use, even though I'm about writing these down, I like to use an app and it's an ongoing calendar where I can scroll back and be like, okay, this was from that day. But like when things change, sometimes it's tricky. Like nobody remembers exactly when it was made. And so everyone's like, "Uh, I don't know if that's so good to eat or like, why isn't anyone eating this? And I'm like, oh, I forgot it's in there. And there's nothing more frustrating than like just having leftovers not get eaten and food wasted. So there's a fun extra little printable on here, which is a leftovers tracker. And all you do is when you put leftovers in the fridge, you write the date and what the dish is. And it's right there on the fridge for everyone to see. So when they go to open the door and be like, I want something as they're reaching for the door, they can see the leftovers list and see the date. So everyone can see okay, it's been however long in your family you guys decide is an acceptable amount of time. If it's been a week, then it's time to toss it out. So on trash day, like you're checking the fridge leftover sheet to see if there's any food that you need to pull out and put in the trash to take out. Um, But hopefully this is there to help everyone see what's there. And you may see what leftovers are still in there and come up with a dinner idea of a way to repurpose that. Um, If you've got extra veggies um, incorporating that into a pasta dish with a different sauce or my favorite go-to quesadilla, as I mentioned before, like whatever the ingredients are that may spur on an idea for, um, a repurposed dinner. But this fun little leftovers tracker just helps you hopefully not waste food and money. So that's the last step to this whole meal planning process and communication. So you can see the impact of just communication through each phase of this and how that's helpful for everyone to just be on board and um, eliminate some of the added stress and questioning and waste and all the things. There's just a lot of things that improve simply by communicating. So I hope this um, episode helped you out with just some simple kind of takeaways for how to tweak your meal planning process and uh, make it a little bit easier and less stressful. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts, so it means literally everything. If you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review and don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. All right, go check some boxes.